Welcome to the Social Chameleon Show, where it's our goal to help you learn, grow, and transform as the person you want to become. Before we get started today, um, I'd like to have a little disclaimer. If you're listening to this with children or people that are sensitive to adult topics and subjects, I suggest you save this for later or skip it all together. Yeah. This book talks a lot about adult behaviors and topics that may not be suitable for sensitive people. Yeah. But the book we are reviewing today is uh, Civilization, and it's on Disconnections by Sigmund Freud. Mm -hmm. um, a little bit, if you guys don't know Sigmund Freud, I like to think of him as like the godfather of psychology a little. Uh, well, he was a psychologist, medical doctor, and the father of psychoanalytics, and is generally recognized as one of the most influential and authoritative thinkers of the 20th century. He was a Austrian neurologist and the co-founder of the psychoanalytic school of psychology. There's a lot of words. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know all that good stuff. I just kind of know from, I guess, my college days. Mm -hmm. uh, you, know, you take that psych 101 or whatever, and it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I thought we were going to be talking about Freud and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. I mean, along him, alongside with Ingrid Rogers and Maslow, those are mm -hmm. kind of like some of the psychological godfathers whatever the case might be so. right yeah there's a lot of good stuff uh they, they put out unless <clears throat> even holds true to this day which is really surprising a lot of science stuff it seems to evolve and evolve and evolve but these things really seem to hold true yeah um it, it's interesting right because i think we were talking about it the other day like this mm -hmm. book was written like almost a century ago right mm -hmm. the, the pdf copy i was able to get a hold of was from 1930 when it was first published and translated from german and you have the hard copy book was from the 60s yeah from the 60s yeah so i mean obviously mm -hmm. from like 1930 like that's yeah 2018 here and right like, so well, you know even well i was thinking i was like when did he write this in 25 you know when did this oh, research yeah. start in 1920 1910 like when did this research even start like who knows right it's no idea no right? looking at at least eight you know 90 year old text yeah, that's kind of cool, I guess. That's, uh, that's something to dive into. But anyway, I guess about getting into the whole review of it or whatever, mm -hmm. um, I kind of took away from the book that I guess basically um, Sigmund Freud's talking about the unhappiness of man, per se. Mm -hmm. um, and basically, it's kind of weird that he's – I don't know if it's a premise or whatever. I don't know if you're a college student or a professor. Like, don't kill me. I don't, I don't have a degree. I'm my doctorate in psychology or whatever. I'm just kind of taking away from the books I've read and mm -hmm. the things that I've seen in life. But, you know, my premise or take on that book is that he's saying that uh, man has a lot more tendencies to be unhappy in life mm -hmm. than happy. He even goes into the whole thing about, like, pursuing happiness and, ways to go about that and he talks basically is civilization as you could say quote unquote like technology mm -hmm. that man has created right we've created civilizations to try and overcome this unhappiness that we have inside and then book kind of talks about i guess the duality of that right like we as man want to conquer things and be part of ourself and civilization helps with that 
but in many ways it also takes us away from our our being itself it's kind of i guess contraintuitive something like that i don't, I don't know is that kind of how much you got out of the book <laughs> you know you know i i didn't that's interesting and it's interesting the the our two perspectives like especially you took this classes in college right i remember taking a psychology class but i really just checked out um <laughs> but i i took it away as something different it's like when i look when i when i Reading the book at first, I was like, what is this guy trying to get? Like, what is really kind of confusing in the beginning? Like, what is he talking about? Like, where is he going with this? I don't understand. Yeah. And then at the end, I was, you know, I was like, oh, you know, it all leads up to our pursuit of happiness. Yeah. And it's like all these years later, like even some of the older books I've read, like from um, the Roman times and the different story stuff, it's like, it's the same shit, like over and over. Like, why haven't we learned this? Like, we keep chasing this happiness. And it's like, you know, the more things like, oh, if we do this, we're going to be happy. If we get this, we're going to be happy. And that's like, to me, that was kind of like the whole thing of the book. It's like, all these things you want to do, like, you know, chasing this stuff, you know, it talks a lot about butt sex. It's like, if you're getting enough <laughs> butt sex, like maybe you're going to be happy. And it's like chasing all this stuff and, you know, chasing all these things and like trying to get all these stuff, these things and building these communities and building these, um, these denser populations. We're, we're going to be happier for more together. And it's, and it's like all this, and it's like, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. Yeah. We just haven't learned like all this time that like, we just haven't learned, you know, that these outside things aren't going to make us happy. But all, we keep really chasing. Need, all we really need is butt sex. And I mean, that's really, I mean, half the book is about butt sex. And, <laughs> and I, I, kept, I kept trying to understand, like, why does this keep <laughs> coming back to butt sex? I don't understand this. <laughs> well, I guess, again, this is, you know, from my college professor days. You got to understand that this book was written like in the 1960s like 1930s like you know what i'm saying right, right. well that's when it was translated yeah. and published yeah but we're here in the 2000s when right. like gay marriage is okay right but you have to understand that throughout civilization right and it's mm -hmm. discontents like that kind of stuff was forbidden right like you couldn't even talk about that i mean back at the time when this book was published like mm -hmm. women covered themselves you know what I mean, they don't walk around in that skimpy clothes and stuff that we see today with their ass right. hanging out. Mm -hmm. Like they wore proper dresses, mm -hmm. their arms were covered, many times their ankles were covered. Mm -hmm. you know, Even bathing suits were very conservative and showed no butt cheeks, no no cleavage or, or anything yeah. like that. And it's just that thing. And that's kind of, you know, I was talking to one of my friends the other day I was like oh you're talking like you know Freud I was like no I don't know Freud I just mm -hmm. know you know just about him like he has these things and it's conceptual things and he understood back then that mm -hmm. we have this you know urge these urges inside of us right yeah. and it's right many times people take it as a sexual connotation but he just mm -hmm. did about that you know you gotta love Freud he always finds a way to slip those kinds of things in right like so. yeah Freudian slip, right? That's kind of where it comes from. Um, but he's just be talking about, and then like, oh, you know, so when we talk about, you know, our urges and how a baby longs for it to suckle on its mother's breast and shit. Like, what? What are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, that threw me off. I was like, did, did you just say? <laughs> what I, did you just it, say that? It's like, uh, I know. expected, and I, I expected something, I guess, a little bit more conservative being the time frame it was done and knowing things weren't talked about then, but that I guess was the point of him talking about this stuff. It was like, right. and we all have these thoughts behind closed door. We're all doing and thinking these things. Yes. So and stop nobody, bullshitting yourself. 
and nobody's saying anything. Right. And that's kind of the thing, right? I mean, that's one of the things he talks about in the book is like as a community, right? And when mm -hmm. humans evolve, like we create civilization so that we can accomplish all these things, right? right. Like we can create the telephone, we can create stuff like the, well, back then it wasn't the internet, but mm -hmm. you know, nowadays it's like we can create things like the internet and satellites and right. rocket ships because right. we come together. Yet when we come together, we kind of hide a part of ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of, I guess the, you know, he goes back and forth about the book. And I guess I kind of understood um, I guess reading a lot of college literature and reading this literature as part of like, yeah, yeah. If someone saw me reading the book and like, oh, are you are you taking a psychology class? I was like, mm -hmm. no, nah, no, nah, man, I'm just reading the book because I'm it. <laughs> like, right. like, oh, that's uh, you know, I think I like left it on the desk at work or something, and like somebody picked it up and started reading it. He's like, yeah. I'm not really sure about some of the stuff that's in that book. <laughs> I was just yeah, laughing. I had to be careful. I was I was listening to it in the car and the kids were in there. I was like maybe not the book I want to have to explain to my eight-year-old uh, what butt sex is. <laughs> yeah. You know, suckling on mother's tits. Like, he just kind of... Yeah. And then, um, also, I guess if you're going to get into this book, you know, it, as you can tell how we're trying to do this book review, like, it's kind of all over the place. I think yeah. the original thought process behind the book just kind of comes from Freud writing in his journal. Mm-hmm or possibly his diary about his conceptual thoughts mm -hmm. uh, on civilization. That's and what I had a feeling. I felt like, and it's, it's, I guess it's not a book at the end. It says it's more like he publishes as a paper or something like that. And it sort of it feels like so he's working through things chapter by chapter, like, like, right. you know, like working through these things. Like, these are the things I'm seeing, like, what is this? And, and he's talking about the words he invents to, 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 um, to describe these things and, and all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, and that's basically, he's just kind of going through a thought process. So, you know, when you read the book front to back, again, you know, you have to kind of use a lens to mm -hmm. like look at this book. If you don't look at it through any type of lens whatsoever and you just kind of read it, there's all kinds of things that you can do. It definitely has a more philosophy feel to it. Mm -hmm. It's not really, you know, close-minded or forcing you to any one certain opinion on the mm -hmm. subject matter it kind of just broadens itself out and explains mm -hmm. oh, we have this side of the coin mm -hmm. we have that side of the coin and kind of opens itself in that manner and just kind of proceeds on in that manner sometimes mm -hmm. you know like you said you're reading the book and you're like what is he trying to say yeah. like you know what i mean like he's just getting out there with his thoughts um I heard, personally i had to go through the book three times the first time i was just like Yes. I I'm confused. All I can think about is why is he talking about butt sex every other chapter paragraph? I was like, I'm like, I had to go back and I'm like, I'm missing something because only thing I can took away from this was butt sex is the way to happiness. And I'm like, I I don't think that's the intent of this book. No, but again, you know, that's kind of one of the things that, I mean, he's not known for butt sex, but Freud is known to bring about those inner thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Those inner things. And it's, it's actually funny too, because in college, like we learned about it. And like in this book, like he'll talk about stuff like ego and like, you got to be careful, like how Freud uses ego versus how some of the other mm -hmm. people the other books you're talking about like dr wayne dyer right he's talking about ego as like our accomplishments right like the things mm -hmm. that we accomplished in life like we use those as part of our ego right to build up 
our ego to show our importance in life and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like you got to be careful because, you know, Freud does like, as you said, he makes up words, right. To mm-hmm. describe what's going on. Um, but for Freud, when he's talking about things like the id and the super ego and the ego, like he's talking about our subconscious mind, mm-hmm. right. And our utmost wanted de- desires, right. For mm-hmm. love and especially sexual love like and all it's <laughs> i think like that's the kind of like yeah language he has right and you're like is he talking about sex again Seriously? I, I think, and, and, and the super ego and blah 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 and butt sex yeah what <laughs> i'm like i think i'm misinterpreting uh, your talk on yeah. ego but that's you gotta love Roy because like he kind of does that stuff but anyway i mean basically we do have these like our instincts right like our natural urges like Mm -hmm. to want to get out there and you know explore whatever it is we want to explore and i you know again trying to get off the whole sexual premise let's just say you're hungry right Right. you don't have money you want to get out there and you want to steal that food like that's that's inside you like that's Mm -hmm. your instinct right like Mm -hmm. for survival is i want to get out there and i want to grab that food and that's kind of you know the urges that he's talking about on all levels as inappropriate as they may be so you know it's just kind of out there but again getting back to the whole premise of you know overcoming our happiness like as humans we have to put those things on the side and that's what he's talking about like you know the super ego will take over control and understand that these feelings of happiness that we get are transient, right? And they, mm-hmm. they come and go and they require things from the outside world, things outside of our subconscious, things outside of us. And like, you know, those are the parts where we have to subdue what we're thinking, right? In order to get along with society or some crap like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I like that. He hit, it's very honest and, and it gets in your head. You're like, you know, these are the things that you're naturally thinking of. These are your biological drives for procreation and for, for community and for family. And he's like, listen, that's the way it is. It's okay. Like, you're, nothing's nothing wrong with you. We all yeah. have it. We don't talk about it. And in his time, it was, you know, you know, you know uh, taboo to be speaking about these things, especially in a public forum or, or engaging oh, in these things okay. publicly. But yeah. he's like, listen, it's cool. Like, we all have it. Yeah. You want to suck on our mother's teeth and have butt sex? Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, don't worry about it. You know, and, it, and I, I like when he talks about, like, you know, um, we, we're trying to build these communities and, build, build, you know, bring people together and together. And it's just like making things not work. And it's like, interesting. I was like, like we want to be a community, but we get to so packed together that we kind of relinquish the community aspect of it. And we just come back to the self again. Right. Well, I mean, it's, it's, kind of hard because you know when two people like let's just say you and i right like if we want something that's opposing right like i want something for me that's going to take from you Mm -hmm. that hurts society right right the fact that i want to do something on this show that's going to hurt you you know i mean like that Mm -hmm. disrupts the whole flow of the show right like we we kind of have to come to some type of agreement is okay, I'm not going to cross the line and overstep my boundary so mm-hmm. that this can continue. You know, what, right. you know what I'm trying to say? No, I do, I do. And, and that's, you know, maybe some things that are kind of missing nowadays is that communication to say, hey, this is, this is what I'm after. These are my goals. This is what I'm trying to get or, or do. 
like, no. where, where, what are you doing? Like, how can we work together? Like, I'm not trying to steal from you. Or maybe um, if I talk about this a little, maybe, you know, like, this is what I'm trying to do. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm not trying to do that, but I can help you with this. And, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I think to, in today's world, especially with everything that we have going on, it's, it is a lot more open and honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know if today's world were a little bit censored. Yeah. So the fact that we don't, you know, go about the way Freud does in explaining right. things, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially in today's world, we've got a lot of PR stuff going on, right. but there are a lot of advancements, right? Like I said, yeah. we have the marriage, it's a thing, mm-hmm. and just kind of out there, but, you know, um, getting back to thyself and the, <laughs> the whole premise of the book, but I mean, you know, Freud talks into these things about happiness, right? And I guess I got some quotes down here, whatever, but mm-hmm. life, life brings us too many pains, right? And in order to bear it, there are perhaps three such measures, right? He's talking about powerful deflections, which mm-hmm. cause us to make light of our misery, right? He's talking about um, substitutive satisfactions, which diminish it. And then three is like intoxicating substances, which make us insensitive to it i was like i was like dude this guy's like talking about stuff that is like it's like wow he's like we deflect yeah. it, right or right. we will we'll substitute other things uh and and there or we'll, we'll sort of drugs right mm-hmm. or some type of outside you know intoxicating substance i was like i was like damn like this is his three conclusions from back then and it's right. like and it still holds true today. This is what we do, right? Like this is this is gonna be painful avoidance, or right. this pain has happened. Let's kick back a few, you know, you know, drinks, or let's let's get high, or whatever, whatever it is, you know. And 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 I was surprised that he was talking about drugs and stuff back, you know, in this time. But I guess I shouldn't have been surprised. But going into the book, and I'm like, are you talking about drugs? Like, yeah, what? This is dope. Like, but like. <laughs> There was this, such a big period in time where it was so taboo to study drugs and use them in research and consume them yourself. And now this has kind of come back around where, you know, um, <clears throat> magic mushrooms and psilocybin and MDMA and all these types of things are, they're, they're being studied. There's like, there's benefits to this, you know, weed and stuff. It's like, there's things that are here. Like we're now kind of back to, it's okay to talk about it a little and, you know, microdosing and stuff, especially in like the Silicon Valley area. This is like really trendy and popular, you know, yes. going to, on the ayahuasca trips and all these things like we 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 was so taboo for so long and it was like really surprising like whoa you're talking about this stuff too like oh that's i thought it was really cool again like you know he's he's out there he's raw and he's just out there talking about you know all these urges that we have inside and it's just i i to me i kind of appreciate the openness and honesty about it i mean Mm -hmm. as perverted as it may be um just hearing about these things right people kind of get anxious about or mm-hmm. you know, have a disclaimer at the, end of the video but you know he does talk about other things as well like he talks yeah. about um you know creating grand illusion right like that things don't exist or they're not as horrible right mm-hmm. another quote he's got here is like in the in the um the last analysis all suffering if nothing else than sensation yeah it only exists as far as we feel it like it's like kind of crazy. Like it's true. Yeah. yeah, it is. If I look at you, I don't know what you're suffering from. Right. You don't know what I'm suffering from. Right. We can tell you, we can kind of explain it, but mm-hmm. 
it's basically this feeling that we have. Right. And even goes further to talk about like defense um, is defense against suffering is no longer brought to bear mm-hmm. on the sensory apparatus, right? Like we're talking about, it seeks to master the internal sources of our needs, right? The extreme mm-hmm. form of this is brought about by killing off the instincts as is prescribed by worldly wisdom of the East and practiced by yoga. I was like, oh, this guy's like talking about yeah. like over a century ago, well, yeah. close to a century ago, 80, 80 years ago. Right. He's talking about things like this, like yoga and mm-hmm. you know, meditation wisdom. and being mindful. Yeah. I, when I read that, I was like, damn, it's like, damn, like why was there such this gap in this knowledge? Is that thing that just boggles my mind a bit. You know? I don't know if it's a, a gap per se, but I mean, the questions that he's posing here, how to deal with, you know, man's suffering and unhappiness, like you're right. It's been 80 years and you know, it's it's different for everybody how they overcome this stuff right. there's no there's no real magic pill that we can take to overcome our suffering you know and i've heard some magic mushrooms out of some promising research yeah you know i heard i heard from somewhere on some show on the internet that butt sex is the key to everything <laughs> this is this is the show and this is what i heard too it's really, it really just goes back to butt sex. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe a little mu- mushrooms and some butt sex is. It, it just might be society's cure. I, just, I don't know. I, I you heard I'm, it first here, folks. I'm, I'm glad to know that you reading this, like, it kind of like sums up. I, I was like, dang, my psychology teacher was right. Like, I, I was verse. You know, um, I think we were talking about this the other day too. Mm-hmm. It was like some psychology professors don't even use this literature anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, offensive and how yeah. out there it is. Uh, yeah. There was a podcast or something I was listening to. I don't quite remember. And the, the professor was saying, he's like, I, things I taught five, 10 years ago, I cannot do anymore because yeah. I'm so worried about being sued. I've been already told that if I do these things, I will be fired even though I'm a tenured professor yeah. because somebody in my audience could be offended by it. No, we can't even speak of it anymore. So this institution of higher learning, where you've come and signed up for my class to learn these things, I cannot teach you because I am going to be sued and or fired. Yeah. And, and, you know, and rightfully so. I mean, that's why, again, we got disclaimers all over the place. But, um, you know, it's just to me, again, the way the book is written is just he's kind of out there just talking about subjects here and there, mm-hmm. how to, you know, how unhappiness is created, you know, how the things in our mind are going. Mm-hmm. Um, he puts words on them like ego and id and super ego to describe, you know, our innermost desires. Um, but I find it also interesting that he talks off um, about fending off, you know, this defense against suffering is one of the things that we can do it is through employment, right? Mm-hmm. talks about uh, one gains the most if one can significantly heighten uh, the yield of pleasure from the source of physical wor- and intellectual work like i was like again this was mm-hmm. written how many years ago and he's talking about people who can get in there and find happiness at work like right. it's crazy. like yeah that 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 contribution to society that 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 giving back to your fellow man and neighbor that purpose or whatever it is you want to categorize it as is a means of, of finding happiness. And 
yeah. there's things that we really did lose a lot of over over time. You know, as as you know, we've gotten to the style of work and things that we've you know done, squashing ourselves into these communities. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff in here too. Yeah. I also like where he's talking about love. Like, I was like, damn. Of course, because it's Freud, he's gonna be like, I mean, sexual love. And like, man, dude, why you gotta, <laughs> like, why you gotta do that? You just like, you take a perfectly good sentence and then right, you, yeah. just, you know, just throw that in there. Yeah. By like, the way, if you were confused what type of love, I'm a, it's butt sex. <laughs> like, listen, I mean, let me get real to this. It's just, it's it's butt sex. Like, why you gotta ruin it, dude? Why you gotta ruin it? But anyway, um, one of the quotes here that I got here, I'm of course speaking uh, in the way of life, which makes love the center of everything, uh, which looks for all satisf satisfaction in loving and being loved. The weak side of this technique is uh, easy to see because mm. it's saying otherwise no human being would have thought of abandoning this path to happiness for any other. But he says, we are, so, we are never so defenseless against suffering as when we love. Never so helplessly unhappy as when we have lost our loved object or its love. And it's like, he's kind of got a point there too. Dang. Yeah. That. that loneliness and then that depression. And, and then and go back to what he was saying earlier. And you get stuck in your head. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, you turn to, to substances to you know, cope and get out of the pain and yeah that's tough yeah so it's like you know he even talks about man's suffering is sometimes self-inflicted because right. of things like this like we will get into relationships or we will reach out there you know and basically put our hearts on the line but mm -hmm. that's kind of where we get hurt the most right if that person betrays us or mm -hmm. you know those kinds of things like it'll it'll hurt us detrimentally mm -hmm. i mean but he even goes into like i guess you know, he talks about civilization and its grandeur, but he also talks about um, like simple, simple times when, you know, we switch from just getting out there and clubbing women and bringing them back to actually creating like a family. He's like, right. any family model that's out there, it's beneficial to us as a human. You know, it's like, yes, you know, but he says, ironically, right, when we get into monogamous relationships like marriage, mm -hmm. like it hinders our our urges for that wonderful word that he loves. No, just... <laughs> yeah, and, and, and it goes back to butt sex. <laughs> like as the man leaves his wife and children at home, seeking the leisure <laughs> and pleasure of another. I know, right? He's sodomy. Like... I was like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> like... The the audiobook is great because it's like this uh, British guy. <laughs> hilarious sodomy, and then it's like. And the pursuit of sodomy. I was like, what? <laughs> this go back to butt sex again. Like, what? Where? How does this happen? <laughs> but I guess they're in the, at the end of the book, right? He's talking about like, that's where like Freudian slip comes from, right? Because mm -hmm. like, yeah. he'll just be talking on this philosophical rant and then just like throw it in there. Like, oh, but, there it is. Yeah, like, and then uh, um, we like to end <laughs> with butt sex. What? Can't do it. Can't do it. But I mean, like, it's, it's, you know, I think it's a philosophical piece because it mm. just shows like the duality, right, of, right. you know, our way of trying to avoid happiness is to create these civil measures and mm. to cre create these societies um, to overcome that unhappiness. But in the end, it just cycles back to being unhappy. Right. 
because right. we have to subdue so much of our subconscious right. that it makes us unhappy to be in that union or to be part of that civilization. Like, I feel really philosophical right now. <laughs> You know, that's the thing I, 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 um, I related, a lot, related a lot of this to is in the Stoic writing, you know, about these things. And these are the things they warned against 2000 years ago. Like, you know, yeah. if, if you're so coveting of your loved ones and your possessions and you, you know that something's going to happen, someone's going to steal it, your kids are going to die, your wife's going to die, they're going to be broken. If you're, if you're not prepared for that, you don't understand that, you're just going to be crushed when it happens. Like versus, versus knowing like, like one of the exercises or one of the thoughts or within the stoic was like, I have this cup. It's already broken. I know this already because one day it will be broken. And when it happens, I won't be shocked. Like, yep. Today's the day it actually become, it became broken. You know, even in the Japanese culture, when it does become broken, they use gold to put it back together to show like the beauty in that this is, this broke. And now look at its new, it's new form. It's new character. They use the gold to, to glue it back together yeah but i mean even if you glue it back together like it's still not the same cup like no it's not but it's, it's something new now and it's got a new 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 beauty and new thing to it and you know you know it's gonna break again and and, and it, it like the first time i heard that i was like you're a fucking moron the last <laughs> thing i want to think about is my kids are going to be dead like i'm hoping that i don't have to see that but when you start to go down that path and say okay you know what yes these things can happen and like um it's gonna suck but I'm mentally, I'm having these thoughts now. I'm preparing myself. Like, yes, these things are going to die. And I'm not going to suffer when they happen because I've already thought about them now. And I'm going to live more in this moment now, not trying to hold on to this future death, but hold on to this being, you know, this presence here now. And, and, you know, not being naive that this isn't going to happen, but also understanding, like, let's be in this moment now and not try to avoid, you know, death or whatever it be. And this can even like bring us back to our 12 rules days. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like, you got to find the balance, right? Like you can't order like, yes, you know, as as Freud says, we are never so defenseless against suffering when Mm -hmm. we love, but Mm -hmm. that's also what brings us the most joy, you know? Right. And it's kind of, it's kind of interesting, right? Like it's like, you're going to go all in, right, to get the most benefit, yet at the same time, you are completely defenseless and being blindsided, right? Like, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Like you said, your kids are going to die. Or right. Wife. That's why I think I like, I like having that stoic perspective of being prepared for that, like, you know, and, and, and thinking about understanding it. Because it's, I, I mean, I spend a lot of time really, I don't want to think about this subject because, uh, you know, there's no ending. There's no conclusion. You can't think of what no. is next because you nobody knows what is next. No matter what you believe, maybe you, maybe you, you can be okay with that. I I couldn't, so I would avoid like I didn't think about that shit because I don't know what's next. Like I would like if I died today, what's next? Like that was a thought that was in my head all the time. Like I, I couldn't come to grasp with that. But going through this exercise and it's like shit happens, but I'm gonna prepare myself and I'm gonna be here now. That is inevitable, and that's cool. Yeah. And, you know, Freud talks about it too in his book as well. It's like, you know, this, this struggle within us or whatever causes us to evolve. Mm-hmm. And from there, our evolution of this is to overcome this initial happiness. But for some reason, it just keeps coming back around full circle. Yeah. And that's the thing that I kind of like that he sort of alluded to or touched on or whatever. It's like, listen, 
suffering is part of life. Pain is part of life. Like you've got to understand that and know like, what are you going to do? How are you going to come through this? There's techniques, there's different things. Like think about this stuff and know that, that this is life and you cannot avoid it, but you've got to come around, around it eventually. Yeah. And you know, I mean, not trying to be a depressing episode again or whatever. <laughs> we can get back to butt sex if it really, <laughs> if it really, if it really entice you, you know, but, but even then, like, again, giving back to that, it's like, mm-hmm. you're going to go through um, that process of love. Like, yeah, that's going to give you the most satisfaction, but at the same time, you're going to get hurt. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. It's yeah, like, it has a potential for the greatest tragedy. Yeah. And it's like, man, like what, you know, uh, what what do we do? Like, <laughs> but I don't know. Again, the book is very open minded. Yeah. It's very uh, philosophical in the way that it just reaches out in every and or all direction. So mm-hmm. it's easy to get lost in there. Um, yeah. And the words they use, I guess, because it was written so long ago, like you think is like he's spelling center C E N T R E yet. Yeah. It's still grammatically correct, apparently. Um, yeah. It, it is written quite a bit back and it was translated from German. Yeah. So there's that as well. Those nuances yeah, in the languages. And I don't know what the PDF looks like, but on the real hard copy book, like some of the things are like the translation notes are, or the, the prefaces at the bottom of the page are longer mm-hmm. than the actual page itself. I mean, this is a poor example, but like you have the regular book right. and then you have these notes here at the bottom that kind of like, I was like, damn. Like, okay. Yeah. In an audio book too, they, uh, they said some things in German and then they gave the translation of it. Yeah, no, they have the same in here. I just like, I was like, I can't read German. I don't know what that yeah. is. Yeah. It was nice to hear the audio book because then somebody read it to me and I was like, oh, okay. This is great. <laughs> like the, the narrator, uh, the, he read the German and then the English. It was pretty cool. Oh. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this one, I just kind of skipped cause I don't know how to read German. I was like, I don't even know what that says, but yeah, let's go to the translation. That's cool. Right. Yeah. So, any, any, any other things in here you wanted to, to, to touch upon? Yeah, I know. I mean, this is probably not the greatest episode cause the, I mean the book itself, if you were to just take all of it, like there's no way to come to a conclusion or, yeah. you know, you basically just kind of, take thought by thought and go through the process of what uh, Freud is going through as he's writing this paper or essay or journal, whatever, whatever the case might be. And just kind of take these interesting concepts and just kind of, it's like things that make you go, Hmm. And it's like, it just kind of brings light to like, yeah. And it's ironic that over, you know, over the time span, like a lot of what he's saying, like, Maybe it's just my age or something, but at this point in my life, like I can relate to a lot of the stuff that he writes. And I'm like, I was like, yeah, I can see where he's coming from on that. And I'm glad that he's asking this question because I myself don't know the answer to this question either. You know, Mm -hmm. I think that's what you're saying, right? It's like, yeah, all these years, these questions are out there and we still don't have answers for them. Yeah. Even on top of that, not only do we not have answers to these questions, some of these things, that he warned us of or, or told us about, we, we don't even do or ignore. We haven't come, come to terms or found a solution or whatever it is to not live this way and, uh, and understand these nuances of life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like he just goes into all kinds of stuff, like 
talking about like communism talking like yeah. he talks about like all kinds of stuff in this book yeah. and that's the thing i really like uh when he's talking about communism i was like i've had this exact conversation in that same thing with him i never knew he had talked about it that way and people are like you're a fucking moron and i'm like do you do you even understand like you know because like he was like he was saying like any I'll paraphrase, I guess, or whatever. I'll say it in the terms I have said it is, is yes, communism is a great concept. Everybody's equal. Everybody's free. Everybody, everything's shared. Yeah. But in reality, that's not, that's never going to happen because we all have the super ego, like he likes to talk about or whatever these things, our yeah. desires, our drives, our things that are going to, you know, take over that. And that was, that's been the downfall of communism that doesn't, that doesn't work. Like great yeah. concept, bad in practice. But yet, <laughs> but yet we, we really want that as a society. We want everybody to, to be equal and then not the sense of, of race and nationality not not the type of equality but the financial equality and the well, economic equality contribution wise right right we're to contribute to society equally and to receive right. from society equally right but to everybody to be that that uniform equality that's not that's the not same true. your desires aren't the same as my desires your ambitions my ambitions and and, and we we got to come to the terms with that and people are like oh you're dumb that's stupid we all should just be in this utopian society and it's like that's such a, a, a you know misconception like you don't quite understand the human being and our, our desires that's that's why some people stayed in their little tribe and others ventured off and that's why we've we've yeah. spread across the entire span of the globe because right. everybody's had their own choices and things that they wanted to do over the hundreds of thousands of years yeah and it's 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 interesting right because like you have people who've lived in communism and mm -hmm. you have people you know who live in democracy mm -hmm. and like you know same thing he talks about religion here as well you know yes. and he, certain religions and you know they try to overcome all of these things and happiness like he talks about a lot of fair subjects that mm -hmm. you know that come around um, one of the other things also, I guess, is he, he talks about, um, well, I, I don't know. This is my translation of what he's saying is like, he talks about love again, mm -hmm. you know, he's going to slip his favorite word in there, but he's also talking about like, we have different types of love. Right. And it's like, right. we have, you know, love for our sexual partner, yet we also have a love for like a family member mm -hmm. or someone of that nature and like i kind of remember one of the one of the sermons or whatever i was listening to and it's like yeah like in the english language there's only one word for love right and it encompasses like all of these things but mm -hmm. in you know in the greek language they do have different words for different types of love which is interesting but that's interesting um, but at the same time it's like yeah like we we have different types of love right in our heart and of mm -hmm. course this is the kind of thing that leaves us open right to to the most disaster in our life but you know we do have love for our family members we do have love for our sexual partners and again you know he talks about creating marriage right and like mm -hmm. getting on that thing it's like marriage is good because it unifies that and protects us yet at the same time we are inhibited to only one sexual partner which also frustrates us as humans like it's crazy and it's like so Suffering is life. Yeah, I don't know. Unless you sneak out and have butt sex. <laughs> I, I'm just quoting. I'm just quoting him loosely. I'm quoting just, I'm him. just, I'm just loosely quoting uh, Mr. Mr. Ford there, Doctor. I just, I'm just saying. 
I'm going to have to speak to my wife about this and see that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it's for science. It's for science. Psychology. <laughs> um, but I mean, the interesting part, I mean, in getting into the whole thing, he also talks about, like, love thy neighbor, right? Like That was one of my favorite parts in the, in the book. Yeah, like when yeah. he's talking about the whole religion thing, yeah. the commandments of love thy neighbor, right? Yeah. Thy enemies and stuff like I was like, yeah, he's like love the neighbor, bullshit. He's like, fuck <laughs> that shit. He's like, that's the worst line ever written. I was like, woo. I was like, dang. He's like, that shit ain't possible. It is stupid. I was like, oh, I was like, dang. He's like, never mind your neighbor. Love thy enemy. Like that's somebody that you got a relationship with. Like you got to figure this shit out. I was like, oh shit. Like dang. yeah. Like he went in hard on that too. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I had to rewind it a couple times. Like wait a minute. I think I heard you wrong. <laughs> love your enemy You're i was like, like i was like is this i was like i was like and i think i was like is this that like you know keep your enemies you know closer kind of thing like where like where is he going with this like and it was even that was like loosely open-ended like, like yeah. think about like think about this like yeah fuck your neighbor he don't give a fuck about you you don't even know this <laughs> motherfucker like but your enemy though watch out for that motherfucker show him some love <laughs> he's got your number i'm like he's got Ooh. Your you might want to participate in that so that he's like less retaliative on you like, yeah, like let your neighbor go mow his lawn he don't care about you <laughs> you know but like again like it i just find it interesting that you know out of all this like small like 150 pages or whatever mm -hmm. this book is like he just talks and grasps on all these subjects that um are interesting and mm -hmm. Every, I think every human being maybe possibly thinks it. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's fun to, you know, I'd say this is, if you're interested in this, if you're this far in the episode, like pick this up. It's a short, I think there's like eight or nine chapters and a really short chapters. The audio book is, is pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, it, but go in there and like, listen to this and like start to make your own decisions, make your own judgments. Like something that really can challenge your thoughts and assumptions. Like, you know, we should right. always have loosely, you know, held assumptions in the form of being able to have them changed or, or amended or whatever, you know, we shouldn't be so rigid and like, this is what I've believed for 37 years and nothing can change, no new data. Like, you know, yeah. strong, you have those strong convictions, but have them loosely held so that you can adapt and come and so, and I think this is an opportunity to go in and like, have those things challenged and start to think and, and you know, and, am, am I loving in the way I could be? Am, am I spending too much time on things and people that don't care? And ultimately, Am I having enough butt sex? It's got to get back. So, yes. Also, if you're, you know, going to read this book, uh, there's, you know, I like it, number one, because I, you know, went to college, so I, I know a little bit about it. So I kind of went into the book knowing a lot of things about it before reading it. If you're not ready for that, like, you might just be, like, two chapters and you'd be like, what is this guy talking about? Like... I don't, I don't understand. It's weird, but it took me the second read to start to like really get around what he was talking about. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like one of those books, like you kind of just bypass the negative things and just kind of like get to like the part where he talks about the questions and, you know, posing theories on all of these different things like religion and communism and stuff. And just, you know, go to those sections and just, mm -hmm. That would be my advice. Go to those sections, read it, and just kind of overthink it and just be like, yeah, you know, because it, it could bring some open-mindedness to your life, I think. And, um, you know, also get you to get out there and pose those questions to the world and 
also to look inward. So yes, and that's my conclusion of this book is it's where it comes from. It's happiness comes from within, and you're the only person in control of that. And yeah. I don't understand that. Yeah, for sure. And I think um, I think I'm good with that. I don't know. Anything yeah, I think else? I think I'm good there too. You know, this is really the ending of this episode is it's really it's really for you guys. It's what it's what you want from this what you want to take away from this what you want to gain from it and, and i hope you guys go out there and, and read something it's a quick read and and start to think about these things I, um i will i will link to to the book in the show notes at the social community show for you guys that are interested in, in in taking a look at this um and then on this month uh for the giveaway uh oh. we are doing the waking up app a one-year membership subscription I, I don't really know how it's categorized uh, if you guys want to get into that, it's a really great app. Like I said, Freud, uh, 80, 90, 70, 100,000 years ago, he's talking about this. Meditation is one of these avenues of approach to suffering, to finding that inner peace, to finding that happiness. And Sam Harris in the Waking Up, I think he does an amazing, amazing job. Uh, a lot of other people, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, if you guys are aware of him, Dr. Peter Tia, and some of these other people that I'm aware of, they are absolutely in love with the app the same as I am. If you want your chance to win a one-year subscription to this, uh, currently, uh, as of this month, the subscription is at $60. February 1st, it goes up to, I think, is $130 a year. So if you're, if you're interested in getting into it and you don't want to try, try your luck at the giveaway, uh, head over to wakingup.com.org, I believe, or your, uh, the App Store, uh, whatever, iTunes or Google, whatever, get, get yourself a copy. But if you do want to win, Head over to socialcommunity.show slash giveaway. We'll pick one winner at the end of the month for a one-year subscription to the app. Cool. Awesome. All right. We went, I, don't, I don't think, I think we're just going to end it here. No challenges or nothing. Uh, you know, again, this, this book is out there. So mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't really know what to come to a conclusion, but, you know, basically, uh, I guess the challenge would be, you know, get out there and kind of think of the things that, you know, bring you happiness and think mm -hmm. of the things that you're not happy with. And you might find that they kind of like go around in a circle. You try to overcome this happiness with something and then eventually you become unhappy again. Hmm. Yeah, this is an open-ended one. It's up to you. It really is. <laughs> it's, really, it's really up to you. Here's some, here's some thoughts. Here's some guidance maybe. <laughs> other yeah. than that it's really up to you and if this is something maybe your friends or family or others want to engage in maybe you guys want to have a little group talk about this you know bounce ideas off each other whatever share this with with them let them know the best way you can support this show is by sharing this by liking it uh subscribing on your favorite you know podcast apps checking us out on youtube you know all week long you guys can follow us at the social community show on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all those type of wonderful places for this and all past episodes and show notes. You guys can head over to socialchameleon.show. Until next time, keep learning, growing, and transforming into the person you want to become. Mm -hmm.